The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It is Tuesday, February 20th. Um, happy day after President's Day, and I do have an announcement. You will hear no affiliate pitches in this episode. None. I may I may bring up Linktree, I may say Trend Spider, I may see Seeking Alpha, but you will hear nothing about those things uh, other than the tools that I use. And the reason is because Brittany Bitch, and, and we lovingly call him Brittany Bitch, his name is Brandon, he was so generous on Friday with his SMCI play and other plays, um, he, he sent me a nice Venmo. Uh, and he, he was so generous that there, there's no reason to do the, the, the pitches right now. He did ask me, uh, I, I said, hey, you get one, one, you know, I'll do a deep dive for you on, on Tuesday about a stock. And rather than do a deep dive, I, what I did was um, I, I wanted to provide something back to the listeners uh, and to the, to the community that isn't paid for, that is 100% just out there. And this, the, the President's Day special look, pure storage. And it, it's a blueprint. This is a blueprint for how you look at a stock. When you ask me to look at the stock, when, when somebody uh, comments on Spotify and says, hey, can you look at this for me? T- go and take a look at this newsletter because this shows you the tools that I use, which are Finviz, which is free, which is Seeking Alpha, which is the majority of it free. Uh, which is TrendSpider, which is charting, which you can find free charting for free uh, through your brokerage form, firm or whatever. You know, uh, Thinkorswim, Weeble has a, a free desktop software that you can use. Um, any of those things, they all have to, uh, charting tools that you can use. But understand, this is the way you look at a stock. When somebody tells you to go do your homework on a stock, this is what you do. You look at the fundamentals and you look at the technicals. That's what I do. So um, Brandon was nice enough to do that. Pure storage was his stock. You can go and read about it. Um, and I, you know, my weekly stock commented. He liked my uh, conclusion where I said, uh, "Hey, you know, a stock isn't a marriage proposal. It can be a Tinder hookup. You just don't know which one. You but you have to decide which one it is." So yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was a great newsletter. Again, it's free. The paid newsletter, uh, it's an example of what I do in the paid newsletter is showing you exactly what I do. 
Um, the paid newsletter on uh, this weekend was uh, mainly about SMCI and how I traded it. I'll leave that one uh, to the paid newsletter, folks. But in pre-market, we're up 1%. Uh, it does look like we're putting in a top at about 830. Um, you are getting into the 700s. I would wait to see what the market does when we open up. Uh, this will change minute by minute. That uh, When it got to $1,000, you saw a sell-off here. Um, I sold out uh, in my IRA account. I did not sell out in my uh, brokerage account, but I made so much in my IRA account that I am 100% in the profit even if this goes to zero. And FYI, it's not going to zero. Um, one thing I do want to point out, by the way, that goes along with that newsletter is when you go in and, and you look at Seeking Alpha and, and you look at Pure Storage, there's a ratings here. And when you look at the quant rating, the S, uh, Seeking Alpha analyst ratings, the Wall Street analyst ratings, under the Wall Street analyst ratings, there's a really good tool, a chart, where you can look um, at the current price target. And it goes back a year. And uh, you can see the low price target for Pure Storage is 35. The high price target is 58. And the average is 42. Where you're trading right now in pre-market, you're at 41.95. It's down about 3%. Um, you can look at the price target versus actual price in a graph form for five years, three years, one year, six months. You can look at the analyst history, how it's gone up. You can look at the recommendations over three years. So there, there's a lot of tools in here and one that I probably should have included and didn't include in, in Seeking Alpha was looking at peers and, and the peers, peer storage. It has Logitech. Don't know that that's a, really a peer. Lenovo Group eh, might be a peer. Uh, Western Digital, absolutely a peer. NetApp, absolutely a peer. And Seagate, absolutely a peer. Uh, what's interesting about it, it over one year is that Logitech, which I don't know if it's a peer, actually is up the most over one year at 47%. We can look at total return. Um, which is basically includes dividends and stuff, but I don't think any of these really pay a ton of dividends, but you can see Logitech over one year up 50%. Pure Storage is up 35%. You can go down and look at the uh, rating analysts. You can look at the sector rank uh, in information technology. You can look at the quant factor ratings. Uh, there is so much in this Seeking Alpha that you can do and, and do research. I just included some of the top level stuff, um, but I, I thought that was important to say. Now, when we talk about SMCI, this is the scene that I want you to, to, to be aware of. With very little this is Leonardo is DiCaprio from The Wolf of Wall Street, okay, where he's a telemarketer. Reason for the call he's calling up, the, I don't know, the guy's name is Walt. Just Michael. My desk, John. Michael. It is perhaps the best thing I've the seen best in the last thing. six months. If you have 60 it is seconds, a penny like stuff. Yeah. You got a minute? Uh, watch that, that scene. I'll include it in the newsletter. Watch that scene. Insert SMCI. Insert SMCI. Uh, all you have to do is insert SMCI, and, and it, you'll see it again. It, it's kind of down from where it, you know eight thirty. We don't have confirmation. It's kind of moving down from a four-hour standpoint. You're still in. Um, let's run the four-hour algorithm. Four-hour algorithm does not beat buying and holding over the last two years, um, but you're still in. You know, there's moving averages in, in the four-hour algorithm. It doesn't time the top, doesn't time the bottom. It just it plays in the middle ground, and it's a nice, safe middle ground. You win 52% of the time on, uh, on SMCI. And boy, this particular time was a nice win when you got in at 318. Because if you got out where I got out at, even, you know, you got out with 179% gain. 
that's a nice gain on this one. So SMCI, keep an eye out on it for, um, because one of the things that I wanted to look at was seasonality on SMCI. If we look at a, uh, let's go back, do, do, do. we're going to go back on seasonality to 2007, and we can look at the week of the year. This week, if you go back since it debuted, is the weakest week uh, of all, well, there's a couple of 20s in here, but it's one of the weaker weeks. This is uh, a, a minus 10% um, at eight. I mean, it's just, it's not a very good week for SMCI. So be aware that there might be some pullbacks on this. I do think that SMCI, by the way, uh, in my mind, I think SMCI actually provides you a fairly good opportunity even at these levels. I was just um, debating with somebody on this. Um, but SMCI heading into the one of the worst performing weeks since the company went public in 2007, 31% win rate. Uh, it is all about NVIDIA earnings, all about NVIDIA earnings. Um, and that that's the key. Uh, SMCI newsletter says it all, but interesting note, with valuation concerns top of mind, note that SMCI Insider Purchase bought shares at 40 times multiple. Uh, oh, that's that, that's the one. Um, oh, I guess I don't have the uh, SM Insider Purchase. Oh, let's go and look at SMCI here on Finviz. Because what I want to show you is the insiders. Because we always talk about insiders selling. Um, this is insider buying, February 1st. Dude bought at 568. Uh, dude bought $1 million worth at 568. Now, uh, this guy on February 14th, uh, one of the SVP worldwide, he sold for a $25 million gain. $25 million. I mean, that's for somebody in a, a, a mid cap company, uh, a, a senior vice president of worldwide sales, to sell at, at 874 on February 14th. I don't. I think they're outside of um, blackout right now, where periods where they can buy and sell. Uh, I don't think that there's anything. But for this guy to buy at five sixty eight with a million bucks, eh, he's kind of you know probably knows something. Um, you know the six forty nine a million bucks SVP George Ko. He he exercised his options and he sold uh, about a quarter of those options for a million bucks just protecting himself. Uh, this same dude uh, exercised 28,000 options and then sold out. I mean, he sold 28,700. He basically took his 25 million. He's buying his house in France. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's retiring at this point. But yeah, yeah. SMCI, uh, remember, the average target price is 745. Uh, the most recent is 1,040. This is just somebody chasing chasing that stock. I don't think that the forward PE at 27 is crazy. I do think that the PE at 62 is crazy. I think this depends all on NVIDIA earnings. 100%, I think the entire market this week relies on NVIDIA earnings. One of the things that I saw that was uh, that I thought that was interesting was from the On The Tape podcast, NVIDIA calls, and I don't know what the call levels are, but NVIDIA calls for the upside are selling for about $18. Uh, I think it's $800. They're selling for about $18, okay? Puts on the downside to uh, the 600 level are selling for $9. That means a two-for-one betting 
that NVIDIA moves hires on the earnings. The risk reward may be good to play to the downside because again, this is the, the valuation is crazy. You can't, I would never bet on the downside on this one personally. Who's betting against it? Because the 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 reward may be incredibly, incredibly beneficial if they, you know, again, if they announce something crazy. Now, this earnings back in November, strong earnings. You went from 498 down to 475 over a period of time. This one could do the same thing. This, this earnings, you've run up so much. This earnings period could do the same thing. Um, for those who want to know about option plays, I found a newsletter, the Options Oracle, Edward Corona. He is fantastic. Uh, he And I was just saying this. He makes me want to get into options. He's new. He's posting everything that he does, um, all of his, uh, his his wins, his losses. I think he's a good newsletter to actually um, actually subscribe to. I like I, li- I like them a lot. So I'm I'm pumping them up a little bit. Uh, hopefully you can say, hey, Delhi uh, Stock Pick sent me over there. Uh, this the two Brads, Brad Gerstner and Brad, I forget his name, but Bill Gross. I think it's Bill Gross. I forget. But uh, Brad Gerstner is Alt Capital. Um, they go over uh, Google's susceptibility and the vulnerability of Google in this AI market. This is a two minute and thirty five second video. I think it, if you want to listen to the whole podcast, I think it's fantastic. Um, but understand Google does have some, some major, major issues. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in Google. I I haven't trimmed Google. I do think that 150 was a, probably a good price to trim Google. It's at 140. Uh, I would say 130, anything in the one thirties, I think you can buy safely with Google. I mean, look at the, the, the Mac D is down. The, the RSI is at 35. Um, you know, if we are in a bubble, Google has enough cash to make it through. I don't think their their valuation is that crazy. But but one of the things that, that Google relies on, and Google is 100% reliant on search revenue. And that search revenue, if, if that search revenue for some reason uh, comes out of this business, you are susceptible beyond belief. And that's where this valuation will get dinged down. The forward price of Google is 18 but they're spending more money. So if they're spending more money, they're making less money on search because uh, it's going other places, mainly uh, Bing or Copilot or uh, ChatGPT or even, even, uh, God forbid, Apple comes out with some artificial intelligence uh, on your iPhone that, that creates Siri as a search engine. I mean, just kind of thinking about it, thinking about it. You know, that's where Google is susceptible. Um, I know a lot of people have uh, asked about SoFi. SoFi squeezing while insiders load up on the dip. Paint insiders actions on your charts. This is part of uh, what you can do on TrendSpy. I will not show it here. I don't have that set up. But it's an interesting one because if you look at SoFi, um, you know, the insiders are buying on on, on, on the news. It, it's a good a good option to put on your Trendspider charts. Uh, I don't have it. Trendspider, you're in here at 819. Um, the algorithm actually is makes you 0.1% over the last 24 months. That's pretty damn good considering if you bought 24 months ago, you're down 32%. Long term on this one, I do think it's a $10 stock. I think it hype, uh, it pops on hype. 
I think you get to ten dollars and then you but you sell it. Look at this. I mean, this is ten twenty nine right here. If you go to ten dollars, let's just put in a line at ten dollars. Uh, we'll put in. Let's see. Uh, where's ten? Right here. We'll we'll do it right here. Uh, ten dollars. Boom. Right here. Uh, ten bucks. See. See how it gets up there? Rejects off. It'll get up there again. So, I, you know, again, part of the thing of this podcast is let me give you ideas. It is expensive. Uh, I don't think that this one's going back down to four. But, you know, financials, if we take a hit, if something absolutely, you know, crazy happens, it could go down there. Uh, three stocks that I can't wait to buy on a dip. One, oh, before I bring that up. Let's go to Seeking Alpha because there's a couple of changes in the email that I got this morning from the core portfolio. Netflix moved from a hold to a buy in the uh, the quant, and I thought that was interesting um, because I am a big believer that Netflix is going back to 700. Uh, it the quant has it as a hold, but it will move to a buy on open. Uh, Taiwan Semi moved all the way from a from a hold to a strong buy from a hold to a strong buy um trade carefully along the semiconductor trade this one uh, again is reliant on uh nvidia so i don't know that i'm necessarily buying it it's ranked number one out of 65 i hold uh intel uh, a large amount of intel that i'm hoping to get back to uh back to even on but i am uh thinking taiwan semi i don't think it's a bad bad place to buy right here I really don't think it's a bad price. If, if you go to ratings and we go to that Wall Street analyst and we get that nice little chart that, that you see, you can see the low price target is 100. The average is 129. Um, the high is 160. You're trading at 126. So you're trading on the low side of that. So I still think it's uh, it, it's a little bit good here. I, I think it's a little bit good. So, you know, that's one thing. Uh, ratings downgrade FBCG, which is the blue chip growth. Um, I thought that was interesting. Um, three stocks I can't wait to buy here. They are CrowdStrike, Arm, and Palantir. Uh, CrowdStrike, tend to agree with Palo Alto Networks. We'll talk about that. That's after the bell today. Arm, I would wait until March 12th, to be honest with you, because if SoftBank uh, unloads their shares, you are in for a world of hurt on Arm. Palantir, I completely agree with. I, I completely agree with Palantir. Uh, if you want to read that article, I will include it in the newsletter. Um, I included this because some people have been asking me about gold. Why would you ask me about gold? Uh, again, this is August 10th, which is my birthday, 2020. Why would you ask me about gold when Bitcoin's up 333%? Uh, if you want your money in gold... You better be sitting in a rocking chair in a, in, in a retirement home and, and trying to protect your capital. Uh, if you're nervous about the markets, gold may be a good place for you. I was just reading about silver might be a good place for you. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know why you, you'd want gold when there's so much growth out there that's available for some of your cash. Take 5% of your cash and throw it into Bitcoin. Uh, you can set up a Coinbase account. You can get Bitcoin in the ETFs right now. So th there's no reason not to do it. Here's the Bitcoin average return by month since 2016. Uh, notice February 13.11. Notice March minus 60, 0.6, minus 0.6. April, one of the biggest months at 14%. 
I think the having's coming. I don't know anything about this stuff, but I understand it's usually a, a bearish for a having. Uh, one of the things that I heard on a podcast, and I think it was the compound with Josh Brown this weekend, was um, when they were talking about Bitcoin. Uh, IOAs thought, hey, there's no more Bitcoin being printed and the scarcity uh, argument is there. And remember, the, the markets trade and Bitcoin trades on supply and demand. Um, there's very little supply that's actually traded on Bitcoin. Um, and even with the ETFs that are coming in, uh, the supply actually gets smaller because they start buying up the Bitcoin. Um, so there's very little. The scarcity is not a, a, a reason to play because if Bitcoin is that good of, a, um, of an asset kind of a, a, a wealth holder, then there's going to be Bitcoin 2. There's going to be Bitcoin 3. The blockchain will just be copied and you're going to have other ones. Now, Bitcoin's the big daddy of them all. I think it's interesting. Eh, uh, you know, it is what it is. Biggest movers of the day, Discover Financial Services. Um, Capital One bought Discover. Uh, the, the, the price, uh, Pavan asked about this one. I'll include it in the, um, the, the, the social request. It was already priced in. I think it was up like 10% in pre-market. Um, and they announced it pretty, pretty freaking early. It may have been announced yesterday. Um, but one of my points about that is, hey, I heard this news story, blah, blah, blah. It was in the markets. Um, one that wasn't in the market, um, but it was rumored by the Wall Street Journal last week, and I brought it up uh, around Roku earnings, was Vizio, V-Z-I-O. Uh, it was confirmed Walmart buys Vizio for $2.3 billion. It's like $11 a share, and it's trading at $11 a share. So Walmart announced earnings. Uh, they they did really well. But Vizio, they bought them. It was announced. Um, and and that, that, that was a nice move because Friday that was trading at around $9. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, here's Walmart and pre-market up 4%. Target's up a little bit. Uh, but yeah. it's, it's, again, it's, it's, it's a good one. Home Depot um, beat uh, five top, top five AI stocks. I saw this one. This was really good. Uh, top picks are NVIDIA, AMD, Palantir, SMCI. Spectacular gains. Um, this guy in his article goes over everything. If you want to read that, I'll include it in the um, in the newsletter. Home Depot. Home Depot said quarterly sales declined. Their revenue was declining. Everything. Uh, Home Depot is not doing that great. Uh, it had quite a run. Uh, I think it was at three hundred and it ran to three twenty. So it had quite a run. But uh, yeah, two eighty two. I mean, if you got in on this in the algorithm here at two eighty two. I don't know that I necessarily would have sold out of there, but that's 28% in 107 days. So you, you run up that much, you're going to come down. It's 2.41% down in the pre-market. You, there's no way you're, you're, you're doing earnings that are that good. Um, it's all-time highs. It's all-time highs, uh, I think. Yeah. No, all-time highs are back here at 400. So that was 2011. Trading kind of like a tech stock, but... You're seeing this this channel right here. I would say, look at that right before the, the highs right there. I would say this is the channel that you're looking at until it proves that it can make its way um, and hold it above here. I, I think that's the channel you're looking at. I, I've had to edit this. So if it's chunky, my apologies. Uh, but Home Depot, I think that's it. <laughs> 
I'm not bringing Daisy on. She sits there and cries, and she has the ball in her mouth, and she wants me to go play with her. Notable earnings after the bell today. Uh, you've got Realty Income, and I do have a couple of REITs that were interesting that they brought up. Um, Cousins, Alexandria, and Kilroy. Uh, I went, These are trading uh, below their price targets, but they've had significant earnings. Realty Income, if we go and look at O. I'm not a. If you've listened long enough, you know I'm not a fan of uh, REITs. Uh, I think they give away the the profits in dividends, and they they tend to have to spend their capital uh, renovating their properties and doing that sort. You are getting, uh, you know, fifty one fifty crazy fifty one fifty for those of you that don't know is a classic uh, Van Halen album, um, but. He, I just I don't want to time the bottom. You have you, you have some confirmation. Doesn't seem like a huge amount of confirmation. Your 50-day looks like it's still going to have a death cross. So I don't love that one. I, I, I don't love that one playing into earnings after Teladoc. This is an easily uh it's a super expensive business um as far as the multiple goes. I Kathy Woods was big on this one. I just think it's copied easily. Um, now, the algorithm loses you 49%, but you lose 70% if you buy and hold. So if we look at a weekly, there's no reason to buy into this stock. They're still losing money, to nothing. So I have no real interest in owning that one. Palo Alto Networks. This is the one that I think you should absolutely 100% own, um, but... I don't know that I'd necessarily buy this going into earnings. <laughs> Again, look at the strength of this one if you bought it. Um, I might get rid of remove all annotations on PenW. Uh, the MACD is high. The RSI in no man's land, but it's coming off of a, a super oversold. Um, their, their earnings are coming up. If we look at this stock, and again, this is cybersecurity. Um, so between this and CrowdStrike, those are the two real names uh, that I think you can own. Fortinet is one, but it's you know it's an older company. It does make money. It's not bad, but you trade that one. Zscaler is one that could be a huge one. The PE on uh, on Palo Alto Networks is two oh seven. The forward PE is fifty eight. The average target price is three fifty five, and you're trading at three sixty six. The most recent uh, uh, coverage, Bernstein said, outperform at four oh two. If we go down to the, the everybody's selling, everybody's selling in big quantities. A director sold twenty five million. Uh, EVP of uh, chief technology officer sold twelve million dollars on February first at three thirty eight. Um, they're selling. This dude sold out 36,000 shares at $338, and you're sitting at 366. So it's a little bit, it's hard to say buy into this one. I am holding this one. I am not looking to get rid of it. It could become very cheap. Uh, If we look at this one, um, uh, let's go to a new one because I do want to cover one more. Seeking Alpha, if we go over here and we look at Pan W. Uh, by the way, for those with Alpha Picks, there's a new uh, a new video webinar out where they go over their portfolio and stuff. Um, but here's PanW. You can see the valuation is an F. Uh, they are ranked 22 out of 46, which is information technology. 
um, in their sector. So it's not quite cybersecurity. People also follow Fortinet, CrowdStrike, Zscaler, uh, ServiceNow, and Salesforce. Those are the ones that they do. Uh, this guy says um, Palo Alto Network still has gas in the tank, an earnings preview. Uh, he thinks that it becomes cheaper. If you go over here to the Wall Street analyst and we look at this, uh, you'll see um, the, uh, the high is 405, average 358, low is 241, and, and you're trading at 360, 365. I mean, you know, look at the five year. Palo Alto Networks, this is the actual price versus the price target. The price target is 334, 353, and you're trading at 366. Look at the five year. It trades right underneath that. It's now over it. I, I'm slightly concerned heading into this. I'm not trimming my stake. It is in a um, retirement account, so I could trim it. I'm not. Um, if you look at the summary and we go and look at the sliders, I love these sliders. The 52 week high is 380. I think with a good earnings, I think you get back to 380. Do I want to buy it and chance that? No. I'll wait. I'll wait because if the earnings justify $380, then you buy it at $380. But you don't buy it at 366 thinking it's going to 380 and all of a sudden you're at 300. Because if the the earnings justify a $360 price, then it's going to trade at 360. I just don't think this one is good enough to actually play into earnings. Now, one that is interesting uh, for me to look at, I am not getting back in. This is a scar that still isn't healed. Sedge. Sedge at 74, great trade because in this little bit right here, um, you you have made 23% in about 28 days. Solar is on fire. Solar is coming back. Higher for longer, uh, killed this one, but it's now uh, on its way back a little bit. If we go and we look at Sedge here, uh, again, this wound is, if you guys don't know, I had a nice 10, 15% or earnings in like three days on this one around uh, a pop on earnings or something like that. And then I held on to it. I think I wound up losing like 60% on this one, 40% somewhere around there. And the CEO came out and said, yeah, we just don't have demand. This is the problem. The revisions, the momentum, everything about this is a problem. Uh, one year, you're down 72%. Year to date, you're down 11%. But if we bring that in, one month, you're up 15%. Five days, you're up 5%. It has been a super, super mover. Uh, if we go and we look at the ratings on this one, you can see the quant history. Quant right now is a hold. If we go to the Wall Street analysts, um, uh, we can see the price target is is upside of 80 price target is 88.91 $88.91 look at that but look at the price target drop so do they have a, a real clue as to where this one should actually be trading I don't think so and that's the problem that I have is that when you look at the recommendations look at how big that yellow has come so this one is uncertain your average is 88.91. Uh, if we go and we look at the Seeking Alpha Analyst, uh, they have a buy rating on it. Um, so you can see buy, sell, uh, strong buy, um, late hold, buy. Um, yeah, th th it's all over the place. I don't think that this one's good uh, to trade on earnings either. Again, we're one day away from NVIDIA, which is the biggest earnings of the year. 
If you want other earnings, they're all in here. You can see this one in here. Uh, Capital One to buy. And let's go over the social request. Gilead Sciences. G-I-L-D, I think, is the symbol. This is from Perry on uh, Spotify. Gilead. I'm not a big healthcare guy. Um, XLV, XLV has been uh, doing well. Your downside. I mean, look, you had your earnings. Why would you get into this one? That makes no sense to try and you know time the bottom on this one. Gilead Services, I know nothing about the product, but that chart doesn't make me want to, to invest in them. Now you're at your 200-day. What has happened the last couple of times you've been at the 200-day? You've broken through it. So th- there's no reason to think that this one may not come down to 61. There's no reason, no reason to get in. Mark Gundick from, uh, from Spotify wants me to look at ARM. Uh, ARM, the, and I said this before, ARM, you want to wait until March 12th. You're seeing the MACD is crossing over. Boy, if you use the algorithm and got into this, you are benefiting. You have no confirmation right now. I wouldn't get in. This is this is 100% hype. It is not worth this amount of money. Not worth that amount of money. Uh, Salpi from uh, from uh, Spotify asked me about uh, Arista Networks, ANET. I went over this one pretty well last week. I like this stock. Uh, am I getting into it right now? No. It's had its earnings. It's had its hype. It is on the underside. Algorithm has you out after a nice 8% gain. Uh, the algorithm makes you 73% over 24 months. Uh, if you bought and held, you made 103%. Uh, you win 55% of the time with an average win of 11%. That's what a bull stock does for you. It makes you win. The algorithm just provides you some safety. Right now it says out. I trust the algorithm. The MACD is quickly heading down below the oscillator. What does it do when it gets down below the oscillator and the RSI is down? Well, last time that was at 199 after the earnings. It shot up. It shot up. I think we probably pull back to about 250 uh, if we break 250, you're getting down to the 230s. Now, the the actual, um, if we go over here and we look at Seeking Alpha, because uh, I'll pull it up here on Seeking Alpha, uh, ANET, do, 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 do. Ooh, ANET. Um, and I've, I've, I know I've done this. So hopefully you're on the, uh, it's a strong buy in the quant. Uh, the valuation. I mean, it goes back to, this is an AI play, 100% network marketing. Uh, no, I'm sorry, network. Um, it, it's an AI play because they're putting in the servers. So it's number one out of 46 in, in information technology as far as the quant goes. It's a solid, solid stock. Um, yeah, and we're hearing the dog. I am, I am ignoring you. I am not do, I am not paying any attention to you, Daisy. Uh, if we go to the uh, the ratings and we go to Wall Street... Oh, isn't that fun? She's trying to get me to play with her ball. Uh, you can see, average, the high is three uh, 330 bucks. Okay, sorry. I don't know where I left off. <clears throat> Poor little puppy had some seizures. So we were outside. She kind of alerts me to this. But you can see the upside. Um, it's right now trading at 255. It's down a little bit. Market opened up. My guess is that we're down. But uh, ANET... Yeah, price versus actual target. You can see it's kind of up there. It's moved up. The actual, the price target has it has chased it up. So I like this. I'm looking to get into it, Salpi. I think it's a good one. Uh, Brady Ossager, I-O-V-A. Well, and he says, with FDA approval. I have no idea what that means. I am not following this symbol. Uh, I 
probably will not do a, a, I mean, it's a biotech. It's moving up. So it's up 38%. Uh, probably with FDA approval, that's probably justified. It's not something I'm going to cover. It's not something I think that that needs to be, you know, out there. If you have ideas about FDA approval and you know that this thing's going to get FDA approval, first off, that might be insider trading uh, because nobody knows about FDA approval. But it's a strong buy um, in 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 the Wall Street to quant hold um, right now. You know, buy prices 211 underrating uh, offering of stock. That's today. Um, yeah, underwritten offering of common stock. I mean, did they just dilute people and they went? It went up thirty nine percent. I have no idea. Gets FDA accelerated approval. This was on Friday. Um, yeah, for advanced melanoma therapy. Good. I, again, trade it. I, I don't particularly know anything about this. Pavan wanted me to review the Capital One deal that was already in there. Uh, Bill from um, from Spotify asked me to look at. Take two, TTWO, uh, and Square, which is really pissing them off. Uh, very small positions. Bill, take two. This one ran up. And, and, and right now, I wouldn't buy it. I mean, there, there's some issues here. Uh, I don't know what they are. Um, but that, that stock chart indicates to me there's some issues. Uh, its all-time highs are back here at 205. You're hovering right around the 200-day. The um, if you like this company, if you play the video games, buy it. Uh, algorithm says, d- you know, don't buy it. But short term, it looks weak. Long term, I mean, it's around the 200 day. If you think it's going to continue to grow and you think you're going to see this 50 day go up, uh, yeah, it's probably not a bad one. Take two. Uh, but again, I would I would point you towards my newsletter to do your own research on this. Take two. It's down a point zero zero. It's a hold from the quant, buy from Wall Street analyst. Um, if we go and we look at the ratings here and we look at the Wall Street analyst uh, and we look at the price target, you can see the, the low is 130 and we're trading at, what, 153. Uh, average is 175. Again, we're trading at 153, but they've been bringing their price targets down. So not great for me. Not, not, not a great look. Square, I do own Square. Um, Square is just trading along with PayPal and the other fintechs. It's just expensive. I mean, the valuation is just expensive, and it's going to continue to come down. Uh, Square or Block, you know, Visa, Vaz, Vase, whatever. Um, its price target eighty dollars. It's trading at sixty-five. The high is a hundred. Low is forty. Um, look at that. I mean, this is the same kind of thing. They've been bringing their price targets down to meet the stock. That's it. Um, that, that's it. I mean, the problem is that, that it's just a valuation story on this one. Can they make it work? I don't know. Uh, how do you like GSTI? GSTI is the, uh, or I'm sorry, GSTI. Uh, I think this is Goldman Sachs, uh, growth GSTI, uh, just GSTIX. I assume that may be what you're looking at. Uh, I don't know who this is, um, but this is the growth fund. This is Goldman Sachs growth funds. If you look at the hold, it's Microsoft, Apple, Amazon. I mean, if this is what you're talking about, uh, I would go over here and I'd look at the symbols and I'd take that out. I'd put in QQQ uh, and I'd put in um, uh, XLK. And let's see how this one uh, performs. Um, Yeah, not great. 
Not great over one year. I mean, you're at 30%. Three-year? Uh, you know, why are you paying Goldman Sachs all that money to lose you 11% over three years when QQQ is up 28%? XLK is up 46%. Uh, Five-year? Let's see. Maybe they have some long-term benefit. Not really. Uh, yeah, if this is what you're looking at, uh, I don't, 5K, 6 um, uh, yeah, not great. Not great. Let's go over some scans. Uh, energy sector right now is looking pretty good. Uh, XOM, which is, uh, Exxon, uh, we have a buy at 104. We're trading at 103. Again, from a, you know, a perspective, we've hit this 200 day before and it's, I'm completely out of Exxon. I got out of Exxon in December, um, right at about, you know, 104, 102, 104, somewhere in that neighborhood. I think it was, uh, I didn't time it as well as I did last year where I should have gotten out at 109, but oh, well, uh, but that's one Cleveland cliffs has a cross up and, and you're, you know, this is down 2%. It's under 20 again. Um, I, I think you buy it under 20. I, you know, again, I, I think if it goes down here to 15, you just start adding to it. I think it, it's $20 stock. The problem that you have with Cleveland Cliffs is when does it actually go back to trading the way it was pre-pandemic? And so if we go back here and we look at pre-pandemic, this is 2018. That was a $13 stock. And so you're seeing you're using that as its support. Does it ever break that support? This is a company that is raising prices and 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 uh, you know has wants to buy U.S. steel. I mean, I think it's a good company. I like it. You know, I I, I have it in the core portfolio. Uh, I think it's a under twenty. You buy over twenty. I think you sell it. I think you just take your profits. Target. It finally hit one fifty. Uh, it's trading at one forty nine ninety nine. Um, way to buy in here at 143. It's just another move up. The ex-dividend date you hit. Their earnings are coming up March 4th. Interesting because, uh, again, Walmart, uh, they are up. Walmart is up 5% today on their earnings. Can Target pull it back? PayPal. Uh, you know I'm done with PayPal. I'm just waiting when to sell it. Uh, this one is down 1% at 58. I was hoping to sell it at 60. It just doesn't seem to get out of its own way. Snap, way to cross up on Snap. Uh, Snap is, uh, you know, Snapchat. Uh, this one after earnings just got crushed, absolutely crushed. This is interesting because two earnings ago, they got crushed. They absolutely went down to $9. And then what happened? They soared up here to $16. Could that be happening again? Potentially, very well, potentially. Uh, Jeppy, CVX, which is um, Chevron, PXD, XLV, healthcare. I talked about healthcare, uh, kind of making a move back. I am out of UNH. Uh, UNH was down. Uh, I, I sold it when it was at 550, 560. It's at 523. Uh, but XLV has had a, quite a move. I mean, from 140 to 145 in, in a, a spider sector, that's a pretty decent move. This one over the algorithm makes you a 11% versus uh, the just buying and holding makes you 13% over two years. So it hasn't been a bad sector at all. Uh, BRKB, uh, BRKA, I think is the one that actually uh, got its all-time high. And that's the, the one that's at 500,000 or something. This is BRKB. And this one, another cross-up. I mean, you're just continuing to go up with another cross-up up here. Your RSI is at 76. Am I buying this one? No. 
It's just a little too high. Um, Bank of New York was one, BK. And this isn't the one that's in trouble. Um, There's another Bank of New York that I think is in trouble that crashed down and and coming back. This one has just been a solid player. I mean, look, that 31% and you've capitulated here. Um, you know, this one could be making a move higher, 51, 55, 15. Now, if we go over here to, um, to seeking alpha and we look at bank of New York, uh, we can see, let's go and look at the ratings, uh, strong buy. Uh, this might be an opportunity for you. Wall street analyst ratings. If we go and we look at this price target, um, average 61, uh, 82 right now. So you're trading at $54. The average price target is sixty one eighty two. Take a look at this. It's below. I mean, this this one might be a good one to actually trade. So might be an opportunity for you. And the algorithm says get in. Uh, now, the algorithm on this one makes you 1.6% versus losing 5%. On the uh, the actual um, the actual buy and hold over two years. If we look at a weekly, where are you on the weekly? Eh, you might have a little bit of upside, but you're kind of curling over. I'd be a little bit careful because long-term on this one, it, it does look like it might turn over. Uh, I would say if you get to the 51 or 52 level on this, um, you you take take the trade. I mean, just look, pre-pandemic, if we go back here to pre-pandemic, this was a $50 stock. It got all the way up here to 62. Maybe it's going to 62 again. Um, let's see, BK, let's go over here. Uh, and look, the average price target sixty one ninety four. Uh, the PE not crazy, not crazy at all. Um, dividend one point seven five, not not nuts. You're three percent below your fifty two week high at fifty six. Again, the price target is sixty two. Most recently, these guys moved it from fifty two to sixty two. Uh, uh, that was Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan in December said fifty four fifty six. You're trading right around the fifty four dollars. Now, if you're looking at insiders, these are just, you know, they're selling at around 54, 55. Nothing huge. Again, this is a big bank. It's not a major bank, but it's a decent sized bank. So you do have to worry about real estate stuff. But again, I've got some REITs in there. So, okay. Uh, no mention about affiliates. If you want any of the links, they are here in the link tree, L-A-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash daily stock pick. Remember the newsletter. Um, it is free. Again, this is, if you want to look at stocks, this is just a blueprint on how to look at stocks. So, okay. I got a lot of editing to do because poor little puppy had a, uh, a, uh, seizure. So I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Remember tomorrow after the bell is the big one. Watch Palo Alto networks today. I, I think that will be a tell on a uh, crowd and others too. I think maybe if, if it starts to pull back and you see a pullback in crowd strike, that might be an opportunity to get in. Okay. See you the trading bell my heart starts to pound daily stock day trading podcast in my ears guiding me through my hopes and fears tune in daily don't miss a single show sign up for the newsletter let us help you grow taking risks making moves seeking success together we'll conquer no room for any less every morning i wake up to the sound of the trading bell my heart starts to pound daily stock day trading podcast my hopes and fears